It's uh, it's one of the greatest places. It's one of the greatest <laughs> settings in high school football. We're talking, of course, about Wakayakum High School in uh, Kathlamet. We're back on the Chronicle Sports Dump. We're here to give you just load you up with the biggest sports news you need this week in advance of Week Two's high school football games. Sports Dump, the Lewis County Sports Chronicle podcast, is brought to you this week by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. You can visit them at 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. And also by Gobel Septic. Uh, you guys have any uh, plumbing issues, toilet problems? You know, you ever need a porta potty to, uh, you know, maybe just set one up in the yard for funsies? If I had a yard, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in mind, Alec. One of these days, you are going to need Gobel Septic Services, and you will be happy you heard about them here first. I'm joined today. I'm Aaron Van Tile, uh, occasional Chronicle sports reporter, associate editor, I guess is my title, um, podcast host sometimes. Joined, as always, by Eric Trent, sports editor. Eric, how are you? Doing good. Happy to be back. And Alec, making your second ever podcast appearance on this podcast. Uh, what have you learned since last week about sports in Lewis County? Too much. Too much. That, that's that's going to be a whole other podcast episode probably at the end of the year. Every, every single thing I learned in the first week that I had to cover <laughs> football. <laughs> All right. Well, we will get to week one in the high school football season in a second. But first, we have some random news updates, most of them scheduling and one personnel issue that uh, was a big surprise to me. Uh, we'll start with scheduling. Tonino versus Rainier. No? No. Rainier had to cancel. Um, here's a mix of a couple players testing positive for COVID, and then they also had three injuries during the Toledo game. Okay. Some key guys. Uh, the Tonino AD, Joe Churhart, found uh, a replacement team in like two hours. He found North Beach is going to visit Tonino 7 p.m. Friday. That'll be fun. That strikes me as a game that has, like, never happened before. I don't think so, no. I can't imagine a reason for North Beach to come to Tonino or Tonino to go to North Beach. They've been in different classifications, and interesting. We're making a little history here. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly, North Beach has never played on the black turf. So, and in other news, Centralia versus Elma, no? That is also a no. They, uh, Centralia found pr- uh, another Class 3A opponent, Prairie, they're going to play... At home, 7 p.m., so they get back-to-back 3A teams, which would be f- not fun. All right, and then in personnel issues, Centralia Athletic Director Scott Chamberlain is now Shelton Athletic Director Scott Chamberlain? Yes, he left her in the summer. Um, he is now Shelton's AD. Centralia just got a new AD. I don't know his name yet. Um, but that um, him leaving made it so Centralia Volleyball was in, unable to schedule a non-league um, schedule of games, so now they don't play until the 18th, and of course every other team has been playing the, for the past week, so I should wonder how that'll work out. Well, at some point we will get Matt Beatty, former Chronicle sports writer and editor, on the phone and ask him, how's Scott Chamberlain's doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, were they surprised <laughs> to see each other uh, on their first uh, meet-up on the job? I wonder how that went. Matt was <laughs> like, oh no, I'm supposed to be in Shelton, what are you doing here? <laughs> Um, anyway, shall we run through the week one football games, fellas? Yep. Sounds good. Let's do it. Uh, let's start with, uh, what, what games did you guys go to and what did you see there? Go ahead. Yeah. I, so I went out to the, uh, real barn burner, uh, between Rainier and, and Toledo and, um, 
Wow, good lord, no defense in that game at that all. That sounds aw- I was expecting that to be like a really low-scoring game based on the last yeah. few they played, and it was not. It, not mm-hmm. at all. Uh, I think Toledo, uh, this is off the top of my head, I'd, I'd have to go back to read my article, but I'm pretty sure Toledo scored on like 8 of 12 of their total drives, and two of those were uh, drives that ended the half and ended the game. So really they scored on every one but two of the drives that mattered. Um, I think Toledo ran for over 400 yards. They had three kids get over 100 yards rushing, two kids over 150. Wyatt Neff had over 200 yards of uh, uh, all-purpose yards, four touchdowns. Um, and then the other side, I mean, Rainier, uh, their quarterback almost threw. Asprovsky almost threw for 300 yards with four touchdowns all in the second half. So mm-hmm. it was uh, – and it was three hours long. So <laughs> that was that was great, I think. Uh, I think I'm I'm cursed so far. I've been to the two games I've gone to uh, football. It was a three hour game, and then I went to a Tumwater volleyball game that had a fire alarm pulled and oh, got delayed by forty minutes. So. Uh, yeah, some stats there. Wyatt Neff ran thirteen times for 158 yards, and then is that Justin Phila, the Phila kid? Yeah. 14 times for 153 yards. Uh, Ian Sprowski hit 14 of 37 passes for 299 yards and four touchdowns. Um, yeah, I hope you appreciated that. That might be the most uh, interesting or like fun to watch game you see all year. That that sounds like a, a pretty good one. Yeah, it was back and forth the the whole way. So uh, exciting game, and you know, sad that Rainier can't uh, we can't see Rainier take on Tanina this week. <coughs> Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, Trent, where were you at on Friday? Yeah, I went uh, to the first half of Evergreen at Centralia. Um, Evergreen scored on their first possession of the game, and that's kind of how it went for the half that I was there. Ended up being 35-6, to six, which we kind of expected with Centralia. had, I think, 20 kids suited up, and Evergreen had like 100 on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I ran over to WF, uh, Kelso at WF West. It Did was, you see the touchdown? I did not. It was right before I got there. Wow. The one touchdown, yeah, it was 7 nothing at the end of the game. Kelso wins, which was kind of surprising. WF West has what I think is the best quarterback in the county. He was a first-team all-league selection last year, Gavin Fugate. Mm-hmm. So it was really surprising they were shut out in their season opener. All right, uh, those were two of the big ones on Friday. Another game from last week, Rochester beats up on R.A. Long. Uh, sounds like talent bets, pretty good. Yeah, yep. <laughs> 250 yep. combined rushing and receiving yards, four touchdowns. I think one of them was like a punt return, something along those lines. Um, and then Landon Hawes had four passing touchdowns. Rochester, man, not a not a bad way to start things off. No. Yeah. Yes. I saw the quote from uh, Ari Long's coach saying how they game plan for Talon because they knew he was fast. And then they said he, they were, he was faster in real life than he was on film and they couldn't <laughs> catch him. But I think that's how a lot it's going to go for a lot of teams. Yeah, they got a lot of uh, sneaky experience on that team. So I I, I think they're going to be competitive all year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other stuff from last week. Tenino started off the season with a blowout at Kingsway Christian. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Spicer ran for three touchdowns and uh, 132 yards on seven carries. Is that... Uh, is that a real stat? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Four Tenino running backs had over 100 yards. Um and then in eight-man ball, Winlock beat Tudor Lake. Peyton Sickles had three touchdowns, so he's he's pretty good. Yep. And then Mosterock lost to Lummy. Marshall Brockway had a couple touchdowns, uh, but uh, the Vikings start the season 0-1. And it, it would you say it gets easier or less easy for Mossy Rock with uh, the toughest place to play coming to them? 
I, it's hard to say. Lummy's always one of the top 1B teams, but Wakaikum just blew out Raymond South Bend. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's going to get any easier against Wakaikum. Probably not. Yeah. Um, in, a, in a situation like that where an eight-man team is playing an 11-man team that's playing down to eight-man, is that an advantage for the eight-man team? Or what, what do you, on paper, like, what do you feel like, who has the advantage there? Like the team that's used to playing eight-man or the team that has a lot of extra players? I would think the team that is playing eight-man would have the advantage because they've been playing eight-man in... Uh, I don't know if any of the Wakaikum players have ever played eight-man in their four years there. Maybe? I don't, I don't think know. they have. I think they've been... I mean, I don't one know. missed tackle is a touchdown in eight-man. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I, I think I tend to agree, but maybe my one counterpoint would be the, you know, if, if you're a team that has a lot of speed, I mean, it might be even more fun to drop down to eight-man because, you know, you... yeah. One missed tackle, all all that wide open space, um, you know, you, you see a crease and you're gone. So some of these some of these talented teams with a lot of really good skill position players probably be able to thrive in a man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, and then the roundup from the rest of the two B games. We already talked about Toledo Rainier. That sounded like a just a banger. Uh, Napavine blew at Adna, forty four to six. Napavine four hundred ninety six yards of offense, two eighty eight on the ground, two oh eight through the air. Uh, Adam was missing a couple key starters, but who does it sound like are kind of the studs for Napavine this year? Um, you know, obviously Keith Olson, um, Gavin Parker, their running back is really good, but they also mm-hmm. have like Ashton, um, Ashton Landry, Ashton three Landry. carries for 87 yards and a score. Yeah. Just looking at that stat line, he sounds like the kid that's going to be like kind of a slot back running back, spread him yeah. out a little bit guy. They always have a guy like that. Maybe running the fly sweep stuff. Uh, Austin Chapman and Ashton Demarest each had rushing touchdowns. Demarest is playing quarterback for him, I think, right? Yep, yep. Well, actually, they had, was it three or four different guys throw the ball? Uh, yeah, here's the stats. Demarest was 9 of 14 for 112 yards. Uh, Landry, 3 of 5 for 42 yards. Lucas Dahl, 3 of 4 for 30. So, I don't know, though. You know the saying, if... If you've got three quarterbacks, you don't have one. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Faye and Wilson are just getting a little getting a little too cute with it out there. <laughs> or they know who they're playing this week and wanted to, you know, have Ani think about it. Uh, <laughs> do you think they're just showing off? Like, look at this. We have three guys throwing the ball. Maybe. Ooh, I don't three know. guys to prepare for. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> three. Mind games. Mind games. The chess match begins. Yes. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, and then uh, PL Valley blew out Iwako, forty to six. Josh Fluke sounded happy, which is always great to see. Uh, some stars there. Let's see. Derek Fluke, five carries for fifty-four yards, two touchdowns. Will Clement, six carries, fifty yards. Blake Howard, four carries, thirty-seven yards. And quarterback Tyler Adkins, three of five, ninety-one yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Joseph Kraftchik. Is that how you pronounce that? Kraftchik? Kraftchik. I'm not sure. I can't remember. It's really weird spelling. Uh, yeah, a lot of consonants kind of crammed in together there. Um, anyway, yeah, good opener for PL Valley. And then the other game we had on the schedule, Morton White Pass beat Stevenson 30-14. to Carter Dantine, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That sounds like it kind of put it away for him. Yep, that, that was what sealed the deal. They kind of, um, I think... Stevenson came within, yeah, it was 16 to 14 entering the fourth, and then Dantine put it away with those two touchdowns. It was close until then. All right. Before we get to AP rankings, grid picks, things like that, let's take a look at some other sports that are happening. Uh, Tonino has a golf team. Tell me more. 
first time ever. Tonino Boys Golf has a team. Uh, they played in their first ever match. Uh, what was it, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Their home course is in Yelm. Um, you know, they lost by a lot, but it's more about having a team instead of winning right now, which is kind of cool. They got seven kids out there. Um, the coach, Dale Sandberg, said that one kid had never picked up a club until last week. So it's kind of yeah, cool. That's awesome. All these uh, all these basketball guys turned athletic directors are bringing golf to their schools. You love to see it. Uh, Joe Cheerhart, Nick Bamer. Yeah, uh, just, yep. just doing great work out there. <laughs> Uh, Centralia boys tennis opened the season with a win. Are they they good this year? What's what's the deal? Uh, they well first year coach. Uh, you know Scott Snyder. So obviously, um, you know bringing in a new culture and and teaching new things. But they have a, a pretty good mix of of seniors. Um, I think Landon Cout is their top guy um, in the number one single spot, and and he won pretty decisively um, against a pretty good squad in Black Hills yesterday. And then you know they got some freshmen involved. Uh, Jacoby Corwin um, was making his high school debut and uh, and won in the first doubles pair. So uh, they had a, a pretty successful uh, first match. All right. And what is going on with volleyball? Do we have volleyball teams? Are yeah. they playing? Yeah, um, we have. I have not been to one yet. You have actually been to the only one, Alec. Yes, yeah. Uh, I, I went out to, to Tumwater. Uh, they were taking on uh, Capital on the road. Capital... Uh, 3A squad that has been in the state semis for the past half decade. Uh, they won a state title in 2017, I want to say, and Tumwater blew them out. It was a sweep. It wasn't even close. <laughs> um, it, I, I, I was pretty impressed with uh, the experience they had and, and all that other kind of stuff. So, you know, when I went around and we were talking to the uh, 2A EFCO volleyball uh, coaches, they said Tumwater was going to be a team that was probably going to be pretty good this year, and uh, yeah, it, it sure looked like they were right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else went? Uh, Centralia is not playing for a while. They don't have any non-leaguers. Uh, WF West, they had a solid volleyball year last year, right? They did. Yeah, yeah they actually historic beat, they beat Centralia. Uh, well, Centralia was the league champs, and then they beat them in the district playoff or in the league, the conference playoffs to go to districts, and they would have qualified for state, and the players said it was the first time ever that they would have gone to state. Mm-hmm. But obviously there's no tournament, so they should be pretty good again this year, although they also have a new coach. Do you remember his name? Robert Lucas. Robert Lucas. Yeah, they, okay. um, they, they have a really big, a lot of seniors on their team, a bunch of seniors. I think they dropped their season opener this week um, against a pretty good team. Um, but they, they'll definitely be a factor. They um, only lost one. Two-way. Yeah, they only lost uh, their libero... Um, was there Alicia Anderson? So they only lost one player from last year. They should be pretty good. Okay. And let's see. What about who are the good 2B volleyball teams this year? Uh, it's going to be Kalama and Tootle again Clama are going to be Toodle. the best mm. in the league. Kalama didn't. They did drop a, a set did uh, they? for the first time in two years oh. in their opener yesterday. Yes. Yeah, they so they are on the decline. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what's going on down there, but they dropped the set. So. Um, but, but at least in our coverage area, um, I think, uh, Napa Vine had their first couple games canceled. Um, and, but they're, they have six eighth graders that are going to be a part of their, their team. And a lot, just, they don't have any juniors and seniors on their roster period. So, um, pretty good team in years past, probably a rebuilding year for them this year. Um, I think on Alaska is supposed to be pretty good this year. Um, haven't had the chance to go see him, yeah. but, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Winlock should be pretty good. They bring back most of their team, and they made it to the district semifinals like in a huge surprise. I think it was the first time in like 15 years. Uh, Crawler is going to the Adna Tootle game tonight to shoot, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how good Adna is. And um, Rainier beat, uh, uh, swept Tonino. Tonino last night, last yep. Last night, so um, they, they lost their... They got swept in their first game by Yelm. Yep. You know, they're playing up, like, what, three classifications there. So, yeah. you know, no shame. But, um, you know, uh, sweeping a, a Tenino squad is, is is a good sign for, for them. They also have a lot of experience. And, um, you know, I don't know when's the last time they made state. It's probably been a minute. So, yeah. um, obviously, uphill climb with Kalama and, and Tootle being the kind of powerhouses in that league. But, um, yeah, those are a couple teams to look out for. Yep. Uh, and what's going on with soccer? WF West has played a few games, I see. Tonino's got a couple in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. went to WF West. Was that la- No, two nights ago, they lost to Montesano, but Montesano is the 1A District 4 champions. They're pretty dang good. They beat Tonino last year. So. Yeah, and Monty actually followed that up. They they beat Adna. Adna, too, and Adna's a good team. 4-1, <laughs> yeah. and, and Adna's pretty good, too. So Monty's been... Making the rounds through the <laughs> Lewis County, beating up on the team. Not <laughs> so. making friends around here. <laughs> but anyway, uh, with WFOS. Yeah, WFOS, it was, uh, t- well, they lost it in the last 30 seconds. I think it was it was one-to-one, and they gave up a goal of 30 seconds to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they look. I mean, they look pretty good. They bring back Cam Sheets, who was their leading scorer last year as a sophomore. Um, but they lost some big key pieces, like Kelly Robertson was a really good defender. They lost a couple girls that are in college right now. I forget the other one's name, but they should be still pretty good near the top of the league. Uh, and Tonino and Centralia played as well, and it sounds like Schultz's got the uh, the girls right back where they need to be. Oh, yeah. yeah, they they definitely took that last loss um, last year to Montesano pretty hard. Um, you know, when I went out there, not that they're like devastated or anything, but that you know they had a successful year, but they didn't accomplish all the goals that they wanted to. So. Um, you know, I'm sure it felt good to to go out and and win pretty decisively in that first game um, against Centralia and uh, and and look to kind of continue that success. It, it's it's probably going to be in that league them and and Montesano again. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Um, so um, yeah, we'll see we'll see how they look. They got a lot of experience coming back. Olivia Hunter, um, Megan Letts. It's like all in their midfield. They probably have. You know, uh, one of the best midfields in the state. So, and then Abby Severs, is that how you pronounce yeah. her last name? Yep. She had two against Centralia, too. Yep. Two goals, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you're going out there tonight. Yeah. They're playing on a lot, they're hosting on Alaska. Yep. On Alaska is re- really good, too, for 2B. All right. Uh, shall we talk about the AP rankings? First of all, uh, Trent, have you been voting in this? Yeah, we both have. Oh, you're both voting. We are yes, both voting. Are you both get votes. Two, two of the nine votes. We yes. both have um, to. Cause the rest, wow. Waited. <laughs> they won't release it unless there's 10 voters, and we are, like, right on the edge each week. I don't know how. <laughs> uh, all right. So, obviously, looking at the rankings, you both voted Tumwater number one in the class two ways. Yep. It, they were unanimous. Yep. Um, well, yeah, obviously, that's how I knew you both voted for them. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, Tumwater number one. Um you know, any any doubts before you cast that number one vote? No. It was the easiest vote of yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tumwater is the only local team listed in the 2A rankings. Uh, also from District 4, you know, Hawkinson's in there. Uh, Ridgefield's in there. 
Uh, Archbishop Murphy making a return to the rankings. I haven't heard from them in a while since yeah. they had that season a couple years ago where nobody would play them. I remember that. Yeah. Teams were canceling because they didn't <laughs> want to get beat up. Yeah. yeah, these days if you want to cancel a match, you just have to start coughing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, and they survived a loss, too. I think they were higher up. Um, yeah, lost they to a are a good team week one, if I who, recall. Yeah, who was like it? A, they lost to some power. It was like a three A, I think. Yeah, it was Bishop like, Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> that was um, it. Yeah, full so, of grown men. <laughs> uh, most let's see, Hawkinson and Owen one and Lakewood are both Owen one. They're five and six. Steelcomb zero zero. They're ranked seventh. So uh, Prosser getting in there at uh, time for tenth too. Love to see Prosser. Yeah, they, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the state, Caden um, oh. Rivera. Um, they were in my I, – I saw them play a couple times when I was over in Ellensburg, and um, they, they, they got a good squad. I think they lost to a 4A Sunnyside team, and it was a close game. So yep. they'll definitely it, – it, it's Tumwater and everybody else, but so when I say they'll be a factor, it means they'll be a factor aside from Tumwater. Yeah. All right, looking at Class 1A, uh, Royals number one, Eatonville number two. Eatonville, they're in, aren't they in Tonino's League? They are. Yes. They're in the 1A Evergreen now? Yep. Makes it even tougher, yeah. Yep. Okay. Do you think Tonino will be ranked if they beat North Beach? Uh, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to put them number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Eatonville number two, Montesano listed at number eight as mm-hmm. well. Um, so, yeah, that's that's interesting. Hasn't even played a game yet? They haven't? They have not played a game yet. Uh, are they on, like, COVID postponement, too? Yep. They are. They okay. are. Yeah, I I should start this with a disclaimer. I did not put any teams that haven't played yet in my top ten. Oh, a man of principle. So, does that so, include Onalaska? Yes, it does include Onalaska. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Although I did look through these, and even if I had put all these teams that didn't play number one, it would not have moved them up that much. So... <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, so this is the Class 1A rankings, and on to Class 2E. I don't think they've changed. Kalama is still number one. Who did Kalama beat in the opener? They beat uh, Mark Morris, Oh, I think. Woodland. Woodland. Was it Woodland? It's oh, okay. like the eight-mile rivalry or something. Mm-hmm. It, was, um, it was 30 points, 40 points, too. Yeah, it just hammered him. Yeah. Uh, so Kalama, uh, sounds like they're still pretty good. Uh Napavine is number two. On uh, Alaska is number three. Yeah, they leapfrogged them. Yep. Yeah, on Alaska was tied for first last week with Kalama. Yep. And then uh, at number four, Forks. So we Forks. got a very interesting all District Four top four. That's yep. cool. And they're all playing this week. Kalama's playing Forks and Navavine's playing on Alaska. So could be a preview oh, man. of the state semis maybe in week two. Oh. Do you think that's going to mix up the uh, the rankings a little bit? I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, losing to a good team. How know, far could that drop you? Right. <laughs> you know, like, and, and also it's week two, so... Um, and Alaska hasn't played anybody, you know, I'm not going to hold it against them too bad if, you know, it comes down to the wire against Napa Vine. I'm jealous you get to go to that game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be fun. Uh, I finally got the stats and the story up for – I was stalling a little bit there. Uh, Kalama beat Woodland 57-20. Yeah. Just hammered um, – uh, let's see. I'm looking for some – what did – Oh, Sean McDonald is still coaching Kalama. They had a story about him not coaching Kalama anymore. I saw that. What? Yeah, he was stepping down or something. Uh, oh, wait, no. This is Sean McDoland. Is that the oh. same guy? Is it a typo? I'm very confused about what's going on now. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> is it? 
We'll have to call this to the end, guys. Uh, let's see. Where's Ezri's numbers? Let's see. Ezri, five touchdowns through the air, two more on the ground, to go along with 189 yards on 13 or 22 passing and 115 rushing yards. So, yeah, uh, Ezri, pretty good. Yeah. Not bad, yep. not bad. Okay, so that's the top four. Kalama Napfine on Alaska Forks. Um, do you feel like any of those four is like outside the top three specifically, or are they all pretty close? I think we'll learn about Forks this week. I think they're like I think I think heading into the year it felt like there was a clear top three, and then it was everybody else. So I think you know this is a good week to figure out if if Forks is a legitimate you know, contender, or if maybe, you know, I don't even know. Who did they beat last week? I don't know. Uh, oh, they beat Squim. Squim. Yeah, 218. Squim, a team we know nothing about, unfortunately. Yeah, we don't know if they're any good. <laughs> um, but, I mean, when, when you just look down the rest of the list, like, you know, Toledo sitting there at seven, three spots back, and I'd say there's a pretty big gap between yeah. those top three teams and Toledo. Okay. Um, so, um, but you never know. That's why they play the games. Uh, the rest of the top ten, Okanagan, which is back in the two Bs, is at number five. Columbia Burbank, which was the darling of the rankings discussion in 2019 for a hot minute when they beat Tri-Cities Prep or somebody, and then they turned around and lost the next week, and everybody quickly forgot about them. <laughs> uh, Lake Roosevelt is ranked number seven, fresh off a win over Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. I have heard about that game, and my, my source did not have impressive things to say about either side. Mm. So <laughs> you have a close friend over there or something? Uh, I know people. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a it's a do you do you remember hashtag rank Chewila? I do. Yeah, I, I remember, remember Chewila wound up getting ranked. Yeah, I remember. Uh, let's see. So yeah, Toledo tied for seventh with Lake Roosevelt. Um, personally, I would give Toledo the edge there. And Lynn Ritzville Sprague at number nine, and then Chewila Jenkins High School is ranked tenth. Deservedly or not, you know, we will find out down the road. A three team, Lind Ritzville Sprague. That's, I mean, when's there going to be a PL Will Pavali Adna? That would be a good team. Uh, it will never be Adna. <laughs> it might be just roll them in with Raymond South Bend yeah. and see what he got there. Oakville, Rochester, Tonino. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of these days. Let's see. And then uh, shall we run through grid picks? I already forgot who I picked this week. Uh oh. Uh, let's see. Here's our grid pick slate of games. Uh, Alec and Trent, you guys both went 11-1 last week. What was the one game you missed? Black Hills. It's the one game everybody missed. Okay. Yeah. Yep, everyone picked Black Hills. Uh, I was 8-4. and four. My picks were not great, but my heart was in the right place, so I'm comfortable with what I said. <laughs> you saying our hearts weren't in the right place then? I, you know, that's, for, that's between you and your heart. <laughs> uh, this week's games, Seton Catholic and Rochester, who you got? What do we know about Seton Catholic? We, what did we, because we researched it, it was... A little. It was, well, it must have been they weren't very good because we're rolling with Rochester. Yeah, I, th- I think there's... Oh, wow, the, 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 you only pick Rochester if they're playing a bad team, I huh? think well, I think they're a no smaller No faith in Easley and his boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not that. Yeah, I, I think I talked to uh, my friend Josh Kersenbaum from the TDN, and they're somewhat near their, their coverage area, and, and um, so I got some insider info, and... I, I think I think Rochester, until they run into a team I think is really good, that they'll have a pretty good year just because, I mean, Talon Betts is 
probably the best go position player in the area. Yep. Wow, what a take. Rochester's going to have a good year until a good team beats them. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, they don't have they don't have Tumwater on their schedule, so Yeah, that's a that's a benefit. Uh, Centralia Prairie. Prairie's another 3A team. I don't know much about Prairie, but a 3A team coming down last minute to play Centralia. Um, I'll give Prairie the edge there. Centralia's pretty understaffed. Yep, yep same here. Um, WF West Heritage. I covered a WF West Heritage game probably a decade ago, and the kid playing quarterback for Heritage was Garrett Grayson, who went on to play at... He's a quarterback at Colorado or Colorado State. Well, uh, for a couple of years down the road. Room. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's out of football now, but I feel like he had like some some NFL scouting buzz or something Jeez. briefly maybe. <laughs> or maybe it was just like I saw his name at the bottom of a very long list, and I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that guy play. He's going to be great. <laughs> um, anyway, WFS beat Heritage that time. But WFS getting blanked in their opener uh, kind of has me doubting him in this game. I think I went with Heritage. I can't remember who. I think I picked WF West. I can't not. I think I went I WF West too. I th- I think it's 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 unlikely that that off that offense has another performance like last week. And um, you yeah. are you're the only one that went with Heritage. Oh yeah. uh, well. So I think um, I think they'll come out and get a win. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Capital Tumwater. I think I probably went Tumwater. Um, you know, how do you guys feel about this one? Probably. Easiest decision of the yes. whole bracket or the whole. I don't. I, <laughs> grid I honestly, I don't think there's many teams in any classification that can compete with Tumwater this year. You you could go up to four A. I know that a certain four A Kinko four A school actually turned down an opportunity to play Tumwater this year. Ooh. Well, don't hold back. Who, Who was, was it? it? I cannot say. I cannot say. Is it wouldn't be? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see O'Day Tumwater. We need that matchup this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington and Black Hills. What is Washington? <laughs> they are in Tacoma. Okay. And after Black Hills could not score against Franklin last week, I'm going to say that Washington's going to win. Yep. Same here. Okay. All right. It was an easy one. Uh, North Beach to Nino. It's been a while since North Beach has been like a uh, state conversation team. And Tonino is looking pretty sharp there with that 1 0 record and playing at home, a last minute game. You got to like Tonino in this one. I don't see North Beach tackling Takari Hickel. There's just no way. I think on short prep, especially, you know, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. It's, is I this, think that uh, favors Tonino. Is this just Joe Cherhart pulling a University of Washington and bringing in an FBS level opponent for their home <laughs> opener? Um, and will it blow up the same way? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It almost be it was almost a Hawkinson to Nino matchup because Hawkinson was looking for a team. Actually, it was almost Squalicum too. I know too. Squalicum was looking Squalicum, for a team too. Squalicum's coach and I was asked like, me I cannot for the number. To Nino would would have wanted that matchup. No, I can't. Would, is Hawkinson still good? Remember they had the quarterback named Cannon Rackinelli, just a fantastic oh, name. I'll say they had Sawyer Sawyer Rackinelli. Ago, Sawyer yeah, then too, Sawyer yeah. was in there. They were um, loaded. They played uh, neck and neck with Linden last week. Yes, oh, we don't know how okay. good Linden is though this year. So right. Well, you're the Linden guy, don't you have some intel? It's been a couple. Well, those kids were sophomores. Now the seniors are were sophomores, and a lot of them weren't starting. Okay. So I don't know. All right. Uh, so I think Tanino's the the favorite there. Yep. Um, Add to Peel Valley. Where's this game at? It's in at Krogstad Field. Do you know which one that is? I can't t- <laughs> <laughs> Do I know which one that is? Yeah, man. John Peterson stomping grounds. That's I, where it's going to be. <laughs> they still got the gravel track? <laughs> yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, I know Krogstad Field. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, that was I, the toughest pick for me. Was this one? It's gonna yeah. Be close. This is the that. This is tough. I don't know. I like Ad. I feel like I've seen Ad to win this game enough times that that that's the pick. But PWV does sound pretty good. That forty to six win. Yeah, um, big win. But I don't know. Every time I think of this, I see this matchup. I just think of the game like three years ago, three or four years ago. Uh, Ad and PL Valley played on a Saturday to open the season, so it was like late summer. And it was a Saturday game at one o'clock and it was, everybody was just dying from like heat exhaustion. It was so hot out there. It was awful. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway, that was a long time ago. It's not going to be like that this time. Um, I, I like Adna. You guys like Peel Valley apparently. Yep. yep. I just think big win. It's, it's going to carry over. And, and I mean, obviously Adna was playing one of the you know best teams in the state last week. So probably can't take too much from that, but uh, I think that momentum is going to carry over from last week for, PWB. All right, we shall see. Uh, Highland Morton White Pass. Where's Highland at? Aren't they kind of around Natchez? It is e- Eastern Washington. I saw them play Clallam last year again when I was in Ellensburg, and Clallam was up thirty-two to zero after the first quarter. Ooh, okay. okay, so that was quite an easy selection for me, seeing them play live. All right, so you're taking Morton White Pass. I can't remember who I picked. Uh, I probably took Morton White Pass though. I base that on. I've already forgotten. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I I I would almost bet my life savings that Highland is not going to win a game this year. Uh, okay, <laughs> and so not on the board, but Forks Kalama is the other game this week. The other big two B game this week. Where is that one being played at? I'm I don't know. Not sure I feel like there's a distinct home field advantage in that game. Should be a good game. Could be. Yeah. Uh, let's see if it's in here. I don't know if I could pick it though. I don't know much about Forks. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. <laughs> uh, Kalama is hosting Forks on Saturday, which is the unofficial Twilight game, uh, as the film Twilight was filmed both Correct. in the town of Forks and at Kalama High oh. School. Yes. So, you know, you know, our Pats is going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> he better be. Uh, let's see. Yeah, who? I think I like Kalama on that one, especially if it's at home. Yep, me too. And then our big game, Napavine versus On Alaska. Ani season opener. Napavine, of course, is 1-0, coming off a win over Adna. The last time these teams played was also On Alaska's last game. Uh, 42-28 win for Napavine at Centralia High School in the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl of local football. <laughs> you were there, weren't you? I did. I covered that game. It was good. It was. I think I covered two games last year, and that one was by far the most entertaining. <laughs> The other being the uh, Swamp I think the cup. other one was the Swamp <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Napavine, Ani. Where'd you guys go with this one? Napavine? I went, yeah, we went Napavine. I think both of us did yeah. because Napavine has played. They've, they've hit people. They've been hit. I think that'll prepare them a little bit better than Onalaska is. For I this. think that, that opening game, you know, where Napavine kind of gets a beat up on somebody and then go gets, uh, gets to go play in this big game, they're, they're, they're going to be ready. Um, I mean, obviously, Onalaska is going to be really excited to be playing in this game and going to want to win and all that kind of stuff. But I think that that extra four quarters of actual real football is going to help Napavine. It's going to be so good. Yeah, I like that logic, too. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, and I was thinking back earlier for the last, I think they've, I think Onalaska has won two of the last three against Napavine. But before that, I feel like Napavine won like a ton of them. Mm. Um but I think it's going to be a pretty close game. But I don't know. Napavine sounds pretty good. They yeah. got a lot going. I, it's going to be. Cl- I think it's, it's going to be got, close. I mean, if, if this game were at the end of the year, I might have something different to say. It but, might be the last game of the year. It could be. Could be. But um, 
you know, for now, week two, early in the year, Ani hasn't played a game yet. Yeah. Um, even with the home field advantage, I got to take number five. All right. Uh, any players you think will make a name for themselves in that game? Whew. Well, we're finally going to see Marshall, Marshall Haight. Yeah. For yep. Ani. Um, I think they technically list him at fullback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's a he's a big kid, and he's he's going to get a lot of carries for them. Gunner Talley too. Yeah, um, we suspect they he might be playing quarterback. Yeah, we don't know yet. We don't know, but they're, obviously they're, 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 they're just going to be run, run, running. Yeah. But um, it'll be interesting to see what what the offense looks like this year for for on Alaska, and and then you know with Nabavinas, the same guys we. You know, we talked about earlier with Kevin yeah. Parker and and all that. So it it's uh, it, honestly it might be the the game of the week. Yeah, in oh, the yeah. entire state. Yeah. Um. You know, I know others might have other games on on tap, but um, this is the one. Yeah. Um. All right, Raymond South Bend versus Toledo. Eric Trent, how do you oh, feel gosh. about your former high school combining with their rivals? Not feeling good about it at all. <laughs> you Not, don't like it. No. <laughs> I refuse to recognize <laughs> Raymond South Bend as a team. And that's why he picked to leave. Right. That's the yeah. only reason. I think my freshman year, Raymond was a 1A team, and now they don't even have enough for a two for an 11-man football, which is crazy. Yeah, probably. I remember Adna was 1A when I was in high school, so yeah. yeah. All yeah. these, dude, Adna, Dapavine, Toledo, they were all 1A. Yeah. Rainier, Winlock. Um, yeah, I think Toledo's probably the uh, the team in this one. Definitely. Yep. Um, yep. Wakayakum at Mossy Rock. We already talked about this a little bit, but I like Wakayakum in this one. I yep, do too. Me too. Um, and Muckleshoot Tribal versus Winlock. Do we know anything about Muckleshoot Tribal? We know they played a game on Monday. Do we know who they played? Who did they play? <laughs> they a, played a no? team and got blown out, I think. Well, well, and they like called it at halftime because they had some injuries and both of them were like, well, we're also playing games later this week, so... That's right. They played on t- was it Tuesday? They it played might have Tuesday. been Tuesday. Yeah. It was Tuesday. It yeah. was, I don't know what happened there, but I got Winlock by a million. It was the other team <laughs> that had the injuries that they played, so they had to call it. But they're going to be beat up for <laughs> Saturday yeah, I'm not game. Sure. I'm not sure who scheduled all that, but they did not do much <laughs> to travel any favors. <laughs> We're going Winlock. Winlock's uh, got this. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Bamber's approach of scheduling patsies for the cards. <laughs> um, great work. So, scheduling uh, teams that played literally earlier that week, <laughs> three days before. Um, Brilliant, honestly. Yeah, great planning. Um, no, right. that'll you be another nice, nice game for Winlock. They're coming off a big win, and uh, that should be good for them. Hopefully they can keep the winning streak alive. Yep. Um, it is Thursday night coming up on six o'clock. Uh, where are you guys off to tonight? I am Go. well, Go okay. Ahead. I'm going to Tumwater Capital football. We got some Thursday night football tonight. Nice. I'm gonna go see them. See how see them in person. Watch a 50 point blowout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over a 3A team. Where are you going? I am going to uh, tonight. I'm going to Tonino soccer against Onalaska. It'll be exciting to see. Um, at least a bit of that before I get back and have to take calls. But um, tomorrow, going to the game of the week. Yep. Ani. And I'm going to try to shoot Rochester, Seton Catholic, and then run over to Tonino football in North Beach. Get both of those. All right, great. Uh, and that's going to wrap it up for our week two episode of Chronicle Sports Dump. We'll be back next week, Wednesday or Thursday night, to preview the week three games and talk about what happened in week two. Thanks for listening. Again, we're sponsored by Gobel Septic and Elam's Home Furnishings. 
check those places out and uh, we'll talk to you next week thanks a lot 